Welcome to Story Machine 9000, a podcast where we conceptualize movies based on the 48-hour concept. Our movies comprise of four things, a genre, a prop, a line of dialogue, and a location. It's kind of like... It's it's kind of like a, a capsule toy machine at the drugstore. You really want the little figurine of a ninja, but instead you get a unicorn sticker. <laughs> I really wanted the ninja. <laughs> yeah, everybody does. Uh, my name is Joshua Lytle. I'm a filmmaker, podcaster, and storyteller. And today uh, I am joined with uh, two very special guests, Keith Soper and Chai Laughlin. Uh, Keith, uh, tell me a little bit about what it is you do. What it is that I do? That's a good question. I don't know what I do. Um, I'm an engineer by trade. Um, got into movies and amateur stuff like this just fairly recently. Um, I enjoy making all sorts of things and uh, making props and um, making music and everything artistic on the side. It kind of balances out the uh, engineering side. I got to have a balance. What about you, Chai? I'm on the dole right now, so uh, any opportunities that spring up, I am available. Uh, in the past, I have been a writer, a prize fighter, a stand-up comic, and believe it or not, my grandfather actually once had a patent on a machine called the Yarn Spinner Deluxe, which would churn out for a story the sin a character commits the method of death for that character, and the moral of the story. Oh, so it's kind of like a story machine. Very similar, very similar. <laughs> and, His, I, for, and you for, say he had the patent. For, for the record, <laughs> things went bad when he started promising people that they would get published in the Saturday Evening Post. Ah. And, uh, couldn't deliver. <laughs> and I believe, too, uh, all the ladies out there, he's single, too. My grandfather? No, <laughs> you. <laughs> and um, uh, the, the, the normal crew on the podcast... Uh, here actually know you guys as uh, team low-key misfits from the Tree City Film Festival. In fact, I think that's how uh, we uh, were introduced to to you. And um, you guys are actually responsible for some of my favorite uh, movies. Oh, thanks. Well, thank you. I mean, yeah, I think Planet Space might be might be my top pick, but that's because I'm in it. <laughs> that's the, the one little factor I yeah, appear I on screen in that yeah, one. Yeah, I think that's the only one. Really? Right? Where, yeah. where did you appear on screen in that one? I am Chip Borealis. Chick Borealis. I am, uh, the message comes from me from the, the space station oh. warning that the one of the people might be a, uh, is he a space hijacker? Is that what he is? Um, essentially yeah. letting yeah. them know that they need to be on the lookout. Very cool. So, um, I guess without further ado, uh, let's fire up the story machine. And uh, this is actually really exciting because I know the the growing popularity of uh, a Rube Goldberg machines on the internet. So we outfitted the machine with a Rube Goldberg machine. So I'm just gonna terrific. I'm gonna hit this marble and it's gonna roll down the track. All right. Nope. Ooh. <laughs> there goes the boot. Hits the soccer ball. Into the canary cage. It's like mousetrap. Oh. oh, there's the yeah. The big cage is coming down. <laughs> All right, and it's fired nice. up. Okay. Oh. <laughs> so it looks like the criteria is printing out here. All right, our genre is Bollywood. Oh. <laughs> Yikes. Our prop is Willie Nelson's guitar. Trigger. Uh, is that the, the name of the guitar? Yeah, Trigger. Really? Yeah. Has he only got one guitar? Uh, it's. I, I'm sure he's got more, but that's that's <laughs> <laughs> that's the the guitar. That's good, that's good knowledge. We can use that. Uh, the line is, would you like a mint or 12? And the location is a beach. Beach. All right. Who knows anything about Bollywood? I do not. I know nothing. Keith, you were, we were counting on you for this one. <laughs> I know absolutely nothing about okay, Bollywood. Okay, so we are in a minefield right now of like yeah. really offending a very large population <laughs> of, of people. Yeah. So, um, like Bolly, uh, I mean, I, I'm not real familiar, but like Bollywood films, a lot of them musicals. Yes, right. I, I mean, think, that's yeah. They have what little numbers. I know about what little I know about Bollywood. I mean, I guess we should have this discussion to our own shame and discredit. <laughs> yeah. Singing, dancing, big production value, yeah. lots of spectacle. Okay, so um, the, my thought is, and my apologies to all of my Indian friends and fans of Bollywood who um, I just want to give full disclosure that I, I know so little about the genre but it seems like if none of us knows anything about it our way around it is to have a character who doesn't know anything about it and somehow stumbles into it 
I, I think historically speaking, we've 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 bent the rules like that a little bit. Likewise, I was kind of thinking, yeah, what if um, we put our characters in a situation where they have to create a Bollywood film? <laughs> so really sort of uh, steer into the skid, so to speak. And, or uh, perhaps maybe someone from Bollywood is venturing into another avenue. Maybe his background is a Bollywood actor trying to make it in Hollywood. Or it could be even a case, too, if it's like a period piece. It could be like the 80s and maybe for some reason Muncie, Indiana, one of these video stores got like a big shipment of Bollywood films and maybe some kid goes into the video store and he watches all these Bollywood films and does something with that. And, okay, and all of that that you just said and the new family who's moved into the neighborhood across the street happens to be a former Bollywood star and his children or something and he's moved to the United States maybe because of a scandal that he's gotten out of the industry and so you have this the kid recognizes him but even though nobody else does. no one else does yeah. it's just some people who have moved into the town I yeah. like that yeah that's that's not a bad start so we've we, so we've got um, yeah let's let's roll with it so we've got uh, our I, I, I guess he's a younger person um, he or she uh Oh boy, we always struggle with this on the podcast. We, I think, just by virtue of being like a bunch of straight white dudes, <laughs> we just say, "Yeah." Then he does this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I uh, think I think it should be a little girl, personally. Yeah. All right, yeah, there, yeah, there yeah. are no wrong it's answers. A little girl. It's <laughs> yeah. a little girl. Okay, so we have this little girl um, in Muncie, Indiana, and her exposure to Bollywood is by way of a. Um, a specific vi- uh, film at the video store. I'm thinking that they get a shipment of Bollywood films. I mean, that, that would be. I mean, open to whatever yeah. you guys think, but, but and maybe it's it's, a, it's so there'd a be series. a couple. Yeah, there'd be at least a few, right? That feature the same. But I guess it could be. One, I too. I think just one, just and one. I think it's just one that she watches over and over and, and over again, and, and that's why, as as opposed to if it's a bunch of movies where she knows all of the different actors, this is the one guy who has moved across the street from her when he comes. So uh, that'd be a question, is it a guy too? What, or would that be a woman? Uh, oh yeah, interesting. I mean, I, yeah, I don't know. Um, is the adult more or less important to this girl than the children that come with the family? Oh, like she's idealized this actor, this Bollywood actor, into this um, almost supernatural figure in her life. But on a human level, I'm assuming she will always keep that person on a pedestal to some degree, and then actually interact on a daily basis with the children in that household. So that's the bigger story. Yeah, her I relationship w- with this family mm-hmm. from another country. Yeah, for no real reason in particular. I guess I just picture her being a guy. I don't, I don't know. I picture her being a guy. Okay. Hey. Yeah. So so our I, I guess we should give her a name. Our, our uh, nine or ten year old girl. I, I say Haley, but I will let anyone else chime in on that. Yeah, I'm not particular. Yeah, I don't think we've had a Haley on the show yet, so I think that suits me just fine. So Haley is a nine or ten year old girl, uh, and she is obsessed with this film. What's the film called? Ooh, um, uh, I don't know what the titles of Bollywood films are. If if I'm making up my own little generator, it would be like the name of a city. And yeah. then, like a train line, or something like that, or like um, uh, Busby Berkeley titles. I mean, can oh, we come yeah. up with something like that? Uh, yeah, I, I feel like I'm writing a book report without actually having read the book, and so I'm really just kind of ripping those are the on the best ones to do. <laughs> well, Another, maybe this comes out after we've got a few more details, and maybe something else will, you know, maybe that will tie into, you know, the plot of what else is going on. Maybe something significant to tie it together. Yeah, I mean, and we've kind of painted ourselves in a corner by virtue of setting our film in Muncie, Indiana, and we need to include a beach there somehow. Oh, <laughs> so, ma- so maybe, maybe, maybe the maybe the film has something to do with a beach. <laughs> oh, that's not a bad idea. Is that the is that the other the last details that we have? Okay, that so we haven't it's, talked about it's a yet? midwestern city that may not be Muncie, Indiana, but is something along the lakes, uh, something al- outside yeah. of Chicago. Okay, yeah, yeah so know. you know, Lake Superior or something. Okay, so yeah, let's yeah we'll, we'll we'll put a pin in that. Okay, so it's some somewhere on the the coast of one of the Great Lakes, outside of Chicago, and Haley is obsessed with this Bollywood film, uh, which it's just on constant repeat. She knows it. Mm-hmm. She knows it like the yeah. back of her hand. Yep. She knows it word by word. Uh, she knows every line by heart. Do you think she's at an age where she knows the difference between 
like very, very clearly between uh, film, fiction, and reality, so that when this actor moves across, like is there at least at the initial moment the surprise and and the confusion that this is the character and not the actor that what she's seeing is well, not maybe a human that's being. the revelation maybe this maybe how they meet shatters that her preconceived idea of of that yeah. I, I I love that and what I really like is if if we're building this arc where we go from she has this sort of fantasy she's idealized to this person and then that comes down in some crushing way where she now sees the clay feet that he has and somehow everything is bad and then it ends with some big romantic song and dance number straight out of Bollywood where she goes back into the fantasy where like we we add this moment of magic that doesn't belong in like this realist world at the end where everyone on the street is singing and dancing and chiming in and things are yeah you know, I, like I, that. I think yeah. of like the end of um, the Florida project when oh. everything suddenly the rules don't matter that uh, you'll go with a fantasy if it gives you the happy ending yeah um, oh, that's good I guess at the risk of giving it like a theme or a moral is, uh, is their relationship something similar to don't meet your heroes or, or something like that? Or, and maybe it's not that he's particularly nasty to her or anything like that. It's just, you know, he doesn't really... Expectation yeah, versus reality. I think there, that's a possibility. But I think also it's if the reason that he had to leave Bollywood was some sort of scandal, if some awful thing happened where he is now outcast and sort of... There's that aspect of it, but then, I mean, I guess it depends on if you want to make it uplifting and positive or if you want to make it crude and cynical. Well, that's a good point because you could, I mean, if you wanted thematically have it such that he left Bollywood for maybe a scandal with maybe someone underage, so there could be this tension like, hey, you shouldn't be hanging around with this guy from, and I mean, it would kind of create, create some tension that right now I don't know that we... We have, but I don't know. If you're, we going want to to go dark, you're going well, to a dark. You're going to a dark place, Keith. Yeah, I, no, <laughs> I'm not shying. I'm not saying that we shouldn't go there. I just want to let you know. Right. I guess maybe that's, that's a dark place. Uh, yeah. How, how do we want to go? Yeah. Do we want to go dark? Do we want to be more silly? Do we want it to be more heartwarming? I mean, there's there's probably a couple different ways or yeah. crossroads, maybe. But I I do I do want to have some explanation for his relocation, and I don't know if it has to be super nefarious, but. I, I'm trying well, to th- we still got to figure out how Willie Nelson's guitar comes in. <laughs> <laughs> maybe Willie Nelson was in Bollywood. I want, I, well, I mean, there is a hole in his guitar. Maybe this I, guy punched a hole in it. One thing I actually do want, really, really, to do on this because one of the things that I really appreciate about the Story Machine is that we don't actually have to make this, so there are no budgetary restrictions. Mm-hmm. There are no restrictions on what we can and cannot do. Oh, there's not. Oh. <laughs> Willie Nelson is in this movie. Like I know the machine says his guitar is. We are putting we are casting Willie Nelson into this movie and some I don't know where exactly he fits in. Um but I would really like to see and not just Willie Nelson playing a, a an actor or a character. I want Willie Nelson as Willie Nelson playing himself. Got it. Okay. Where's Willie Nelson from? You have to stump me with all of this. <laughs> yeah, is he please from say, Arkansas? Please say, wow, Muncie. <laughs> <laughs> we decided we're not in Muncie. Yeah, maybe should. Be. Um, so, so uh, okay. Uh, one thing I want to just mm-hmm. um, let this idea show some leg, and you guys can decide if you want to give it a ride or not. But I would like to have to set up the uh, the musical thing that happens at the end, the big extravaganza that doesn't belong in a realistic, you know, naturalist film. Um, I'd like to have one character who dances all the way through it. And the cliche would be that it's, you know, the the simple-minded kid in the neighborhood who won't stop dancing and she's friends with, the, Haley is friends with him. But if we can just have, even it just as this recurring thing, even though it's not a, a, a major story point, just this character who dances around nonstop. So that could be like her brother even sort too of or something. planted that scene. Yeah, that yeah. could work. <clears throat> yeah, and, and I think... Uh, the other, the other really cool thing about the, the the big dance number at the end is, and again, I have virtually no exposure to Bollywood, but my, my understanding is that there isn't a real rhyme or reason for those musical numbers. I think that that spontaneity is part of the the Bollywood formula. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that would if if that all works, that fits perfectly, right? Yeah. Aren't Bollywood films? Um, I, don't want to turn. This, sorry, I apologize. I don't want to turn this into a discussion yeah, of, of Bollywood right. films all the time. But the one comparison in Hollywood cinema that always I thought was supposed to be in line with that were modern superhero movies. 
that the the big action spectacle scenes and the set pieces were the same way that the dance numbers were in Bollywood, that it's more about spectacle and um, these big moments with some story stuff in between kind of creating this framework that everything fits into. Yeah, I think I, I, I think you're right. I think I think again I don't have to say this every time. <laughs> I just feel like I'm covering my bases. I know nothing about Bollywood, but I like to think that the set pieces are a big part mm-hmm. of it. And so, and and I obviously I feel like, or honestly, I feel like those sort of revolve around the dance numbers. I feel like the dance numbers are the set pieces. And so we've got this beach that we've got to work in here. <clears throat> Maybe this dance scene somehow incorporates into the beach. Like it starts out them dancing on the streets, and then they do like. Uh, I, I don't have the, the, the film history that you do, Chai, but, you know, like in uh, uh, Big Eight Lebowski where there's, well, or even in Big Lebowski where they do the, you know, the the the, the scenes. The, the, the Busby Berkeley stuff. Oh, that is yeah. the, okay. So, you know, something like that where they're diving all into the, right. into the lake or something, or maybe a series of boats. Maybe they dance out onto a pier, onto the boats and, yeah. Yeah. This is where we're going to spend most of our budget. Yeah, absolutely. Our, our, our absolutely. fictional endless budget. Yeah. <laughs> so if we're using the superhero movie, I mean, as a very, very loose, because I'm assuming our budget is much lower, uh, <laughs> uh, as a template, we would want to start with a big um, spectacular scene. So our big song and dance number, given the story that we've created so far, would be in the film that she's watching. Oh. So we're, we're starting off with this scene. In the movie, he says the line, a, a girl says the line to him, would you like a mint or 12, and then slaps him. And that becomes the line that when later on, when she meets him in person, she keeps saying because she knows it by heart. Oh, that is our line, like right? I didn't yeah. write that yep. down. Oh yeah, I forgot about yep. that line that's, too. That's totally it. Uh, sorry, and then we, we, we would eventually break out of that and realize that it's a video that she's watching, that we would start inside the big dance number, and then we would break out to this is something that she's watching, that Haley is watching. Okay. Oh, that's good. Yeah, I like that. Keith, you were going yeah, to riff on that, that a little bit? My, um, when, you, when you said the big scene at the beginning, I mm-hmm. guess what I was thinking is we haven't resolved how his fall from grace. I like the scandal. I like your idea yeah. of going to that dark place. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I and I, I think, again, I feel like for whatever reason, I feel like that's really natural because then that, that gives him something to to hide too, and especially that, that raises the stakes when you've got this little girl, you know, around who's just kind of looking up to you as as her idol for, I mean, as as far as he knows, no real reason. Right, <laughs> he's kind of shocked yeah. that she's he he's he's almost in witness uh, protection, and someone has identified yeah. him, yeah, which he hadn't expected, right, because. As far as he knows, he has moved to the last place that anyone would have seen any of his films. Especially at that time period, right? Yeah, cause because we, we said the 80s, right? Yeah, because it have to be with VCR <laughs> tapes, right? Somewhere around there. Yeah. That's the premise. I mean, 90s makes it easier. Well, 90s too, yeah. So yeah. late 80s, 90s. Um, okay. Going to Blockbuster. How does Willie Nelson? <laughs> yeah, oh my gosh. This? Because I wanted to say that. I mean, the the easy fix is that Willie Nelson is friends with this Bollywood star who we should name. Anyone have any Indian names that they can use? Dev, Nasir, Sanjay. Um, I mean, he's he's got children too, so we're gonna. Need, oh, yeah. we'll, we'll need a few names. Okay. Um, um so. I, w- I wanted to say that the, the, the easy fix on the Willie Nelson thing is to have him be personal friends with him. But the question is, would Willie Nelson still have anything to do with this guy if there's a scandal that's so bad that it's driven him I, out of the business? I would say probably not. But, I mean, I'm not... Uh, Willie Nelson seems to be kind of a pretty decent guy in that regard. I would think that he probably... <laughs> But then again, I don't know him, so... Willie Nelson doesn't hold grudges. <laughs> yeah. Willie Nelson <laughs> sold him on this location like he's like Willie Nelson my friend I have to get out of the business I need to go somewhere far away what am I going to do where do I go and Willie Nelson says I know just the place for you and he's the one that helps him relocate to this town saying trust me nobody in this part of Indiana or Illinois is going to know who you are you're going to be safe here and so Willie Nelson hooks him up with this place and he now has this home and then he gets identified and then later on Willie Nelson comes back because I don't know. They're friends, so they. Well, do he's going to sing, right? He's going to sing at the end. Maybe he's playing his guitar, walking through the streets. So while they're we dancing get. Around. So we are actually going to make a Bollywood number with Willie Nelson performing. Oh, 
and I like this idea that because uh, you you were you were sort of alluding to the fact that that Willie Nelson's kind of the 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 fix it guy, and in a lot of ways, just from my 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 personal point of view as as it relates to Willie Nelson, he's just sort of kind of this sage like wise character, and so <laughs> he's it, it could be kind of fun if you know he's he is sort of the. A more uh, mythical, like, you know, yeah, sort of, yeah, sort of more uh, like uh, the Jim uh, Morrison meeting the Indian in the <laughs> desert, sort of thing, <laughs> or sort of like Silent Bob when he when he speaks up and actually yeah, delivers the wisdom. He's like the voice of reason, and so I, like I think in let, let's just call our our Bollywood character Sanjay. I like that one better, uh, you know. So even so, when not only does he help him out in the beginning, but even in Sanjay's darkest hour, you know, he can always phone up his buddy Willie, and Willie just imparts some serious knowledge bombs <laughs> <laughs> okay uh i want willie nelson in a much bigger portion of this movie because we can use him to <laughs> to explain like in in a way that only willie can so he's like a narrator it's not that he's the narrator but he's the person there who when the girl is saying why isn't he the way that i thought he would be willie nelson is saying well what you've got to understand about grown-ups so is, is is he seen and he's yeah he's not is a ghost he, okay. <laughs> <laughs> i mean i'm not, so I'm not, not saying like, we can't have him he's not like ghost. harvey or something the oh, rabbit man. no or the <laughs> rabbit from donnie no, darko <laughs> this is the this is the uh lake superior side town where willie nelson goes on vacation and that's why he has suggested to his friend uh, to go there. That's where, if you need to get away, that's the place so, that you can go. So, is it summertime and this family's visiting there, or they all live there permanently? They've moved there permanently. Yeah. Okay. Both families. Although, man, we're, we're starting from scratch each time. <laughs> I know. I, I think we're, we're slowly building layers. Yeah. I, I, I don't see where the kids fit, uh, Sanjay's kids fit in. I mean, I don't know if you necessarily need the kids in order to, I don't think to, you to establish no. that relationship. You know, in a lot of ways, it, you know, you, it makes it more solitary without them. Yeah. I like it better without the kids now. I mean, I'm not afraid to kill off the kids in this story. Um, the one thing that now is just even, we haven't kind of fixed. If it's just her and there's no kids and she's befriending this guy, it probably shouldn't be that he's had a relationship with an underage girl. <laughs> Agreed. Yeah. 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 I think that. So, but then, then we have to figure out what cost him then if that's not the case well it could be hmm. he could be gay oh it could be it's the 1980s yeah yeah the, that's... he's been outed and he's trying to get away from bollywood i have no idea what the cultural oh, impact man. would be that... in 1980s india on uh this character that's a, being... that's that's actually a really good idea because that that yeah. creates a lot of depth i like that a, a little more social Commentary and so her Haley's sort of falling out with Sanjay doesn't necessarily revolve or, or stem from from him being gay so much as he's just not the sort of uh, superstar, I guess. Or. Maybe it's like to unpack this a little bit. She doesn't know that he's left because he's gay. She just knows that he's left. When she tries warming up to him, he's very, very cold and hostile because he's jaded by what he's gone through. And so any of the times that she tries to approach him, he's so broken about what he's been through that he's lashing out at her and she's seeing this dark side of him. Yeah, and she's not gonna know, even if he were to announce to her that he's gay, in the 80s, a, a girl that's nine to 10 years old may or may not know what that even means. Yeah. yeah. So, and for her, that's probably not important. Right. So it, it doesn't change her worldview about no. him. All she know all she knows is that he's just he's not necessarily behaving in a way that like her father who maybe is a polar opposite. We have not mentioned her parents at all. And yeah, it would like probably be like. nice if they're a contradiction to the way he is, right? So that she'd have some baseline to say, "Wow, he's different than." Or they're just like the parents from ET, and they just become the <laughs> sort of two-dimensional characters that, <laughs> just that, that yeah, that allow allow us. Well, to just I mean, I think I want. think if they're that's why they th that were. Can, <laughs> <laughs> that can be justified, I think, if it's done right, and I think if we're doing it to show how she perceives the way they're treating her, then it's justified. So if we only see them briefly, and she's begging for their attention, and they're not giving it to her. And we only see, you know, the the uh, time bandits. Have you seen Time Bandits? 
the parents are so caught up in watching television, then the child is completely well, left a, a ice storm, right? That's, that's kind of there's the parents are kind of absent in that too. Yeah, there's a. I mean, the parents are a lot more in depth in that movie, though. Yeah. Uh, but I bet I think that you can create these two dimensional characters if that's how the kids are seeing them. If we're seeing sort of the memory of what those parents are, which is interesting if we do go that way, because she has her parents, which she's seeing as these two dimensional characters. And this Bollywood character that she's seeing as this rich, romanticized, three-dimensional character. And it's sort of the reverse, that she has gone off into this fantasy to find stability. Yeah, so much yeah. so that he's three-dimensional, that he's come from her world of seeing him on the video to now he's yeah, here in, she's brought in him person. To life. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's completely flesh and blood. So, so how much how much weight in, in this case? How much weight do the parents bring to the narrative? And so, you know, we we, we sort of set them up as just these very sort of two dimensional characters, just so the audience knows that she has parents, yeah. <laughs> right? Um, but they're, you know, to to Keith's point earlier, you know, do they have a strong objection to Sanjay's lifestyle? Does it even really matter that much? I mean, you know. We, we've got so many different things going on. <laughs> yeah. Do, do yeah, they care that she's traipsing around with Willie Nelson? <laughs> I, I think, I, I think, I mean, you know, and a lot of the movies and, you know, growing up in the 80s too, and I'm sure you could say this too, Chai, I mean, it was a different time. People didn't, I mean, parents didn't, uh, you know, helicopter around like they do now. And yeah, it, was it was different. I mean, you, you were able to go just wander around doing whatever. And I think that's what's going on here with, with her parents in that situation that allows her to be with this guy. I mean, I think also though, you can, we can set up what that relationship is. You know, they're, let's say for instance, just uh, riffing, they're divorced and she's a latchkey kid and her mom works two jobs and she goes to the video store and the video, the VCR is her, her babysitter. And when she's talking to these other people, she's saying, this is what my life is like. These are, and then that person says, you know, your parents do care about you. And, you know, we're, we're getting to see just this, this, um, explanation, um, of why this, this two dimensional relationship sort of exists. What if yeah. Willie Nelson worked at the video store? <laughs> <laughs> he owns it. He owns like several of them. It's, it's a chain. Well, no, I'm just saying if he owns this, this video store, right? She comes in and she gets, you know, the movie because maybe he recommends it for her, you know, in a subtle way. <laughs> Here's what I love is is Willie Nelson is in this town on vacation and he's friends with our, our, our character. But what I love is she's at the video store and at the video store, we have this running gag setting this up where someone comes in and asks for Beverly Hills Cop. Do you guys have Beverly Hills Cop? And they say, I'm sorry, ma'am, that's on hold. That's on hold. And somebody else has oh, that yeah. on hold. And then finally we hear Willie Nelson's iconic voice. Is Beverly Hills Cop in? <laughs> <laughs> like, we've got it for you, Willie. <laughs> and so so I, I think we, we've kind of turned a corner in, in that Willie is is now a more central figure, or at least a, a more of a reoccurring character. So yeah, so I think so. Is it is it Willie Nelson's like beach house and like I think that he's ooh, that's interesting. When Sanjay comes to this place, is he? How about this? Um, for what it's worth, he is currently staying in Willie Nelson's beach house, but only because he hasn't committed yet to buying a home there. And this, everything then is sort of builds up to will he or will he, will he or will he, will he or will he not <laughs> buy a home in this community? And is this a place that he, where he wants to be? Yeah, so he's basically here just to kind of clear his head and yeah. kind of figure and, out what and he's you gonna could, do next. You could, you could have things, and I don't know if this comes from the parents or the community, where they start to push him away. And that's the thing right, right at, towards the climax where he's not going to stay here because this is another place where he's going to be unwelcome. And it has nothing to do with what the industry, the Bollywood industry thinks of him, but just what this community thinks of him, knowing that he's moved in there. And they and they build it up, you know, in the way that communities will do playing telephone. It's not just that he's gay, that he left the, the India. He's done all these horrible other things yeah. and they've built it up in these rumors. And then he's about, he's made up his mind, he's not going to leave. And the girl doesn't want him to because he means too much to her. I like that. Yeah, I, I, I do too. Yeah, and I, I especially like how 
we've 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 kind of given both Sanjay and Haley some equal weight here because Sanjay's obviously he's doing some soul searching while while he's here. I like this idea that he's in a transitional period. So like really the core question the audience is asking themselves the whole second and third act is is he going to stay or mm-hmm. is he going to leave? Or he does leave and she's left there alone. And maybe in that moment, he gives her some moment of like, look, you're going to have to face life on your own and you'll have to find the joy or the, the music or the magic that you find. And, and people, when, don't yeah. let people take that away from you. And when he leaves, then you could tie it up that at some point later, she sees he's back in Bollywood and now he's back on his game and has made it, you know, in a, another big movie or some sort of crossover movie here in Hollywood. Um, ah, you know, yeah, and then so then she's kind of been like, oh, he, he gets an episode of Miami Vice, oh, <laughs> <laughs> or Broadway. I'm feeling yeah. Broadway oh, yeah. makes more sense. Yeah. yeah, that's true. Yeah. So let's do this. Let's uh, let's put a pin in it. Okay. I, I feel like we have all the all the the elements, and we just need to kind of put them in the right order. Mm-hmm. And then when we'll, when we come back, we're gonna take all this stuff, <laughs> all the all these different independent ideas and we're gonna we're gonna try and make sense out of it. All right, we'll be right back. And we're back. So uh, before the break, here's kind of what we got going on. So we've got Haley, uh, a nine, ten-year-old girl, uh, lives in a seaside, uh, well, a lakeside town. Lakeside, lakeside yep. town. Uh, uh, in the '80s. In the '80s, and she is latchkey kid. Yep, she's a latchkey <laughs> kid. She lives with her mom. Mm-hmm. I think it's what mm-hmm. we said. And, and her mom works two jobs. Yeah, and so and, and and as a result, I mean the the TV and the VCR has effectively become her babysitter. Mm-hmm. Yes, not not because her mom is terribly irresponsible or anything. I don't want to paint her mom in a in a terribly bad light, but you know, just sort of uh, she's doing what she can. Yeah, in a tough situation, out of necessity, mm-hmm. and for whatever reason, Haley is obsessed with this one film that uh, showed up at the the local video store kind of by accident, and it's a Bollywood film featuring her favorite Bollywood actor, Sanjay. She knows every line by heart, including the iconic, would you like a mint or 12 before a smack? It's her favorite. Yep. We, whenever we see the film, it's she's enacting out that scene. She, uh, Haley, speaks along with it and always says that line and throws the slap. And he gives a look. It's yeah. the million dollar smile. He gives the look and maybe he kisses the girl. Right. You see in that scene, in that one moment, why he's a yeah. star, that that's the magic, the magic that he brings to the screen. And then the, the, the right. dance breaks it's, out. It, it's his thing, right? right. It's, 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 uh, it's equivalent to, to Dwayne Johnson's eyebrow. Or right, something. right. So when yeah. people see him, they do the thing. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Meanwhile, in um, Bali, mm-hmm. uh, Sanjay is uh, in the process of trying to relocate. He has had a scandal. Mm-hmm. Now, this doesn't necessarily need to appear on screen. So he's gone from being, Sanjay has gone from being the brightest star in all of Bollywood to never being able to work in this town again. And so he has gone to his friend. The one and only. American <laughs> country uh, legend. Willie Nelson, and he said, Willie, I need a place to go to escape. I need a place to go where I can get away because when he's in India, it's a nightmare for him. People have made his life a living hell. And um, he said, Willie, you have to help me. And Willie says, I know exactly the place for you. And it's off the shores of Lake Superior, and it's beautiful, and there's blue sky as far as you can see, and plenty of beach, which we still have to work into. And no one, not a single person there, will know who you are. You can go walk down the street any point of the day, and no one will know who you are, and no one will judge you, and no one will hold anything that you've done against you, and you can be you. And so... Sanjay moves into the neighborhood that Haley lives in. So let's let's talk about that that key scene in the movie where uh, Haley finds out Sanjay's in town. Mm-hmm. Where does that happen? Is that at the video store? I don't think. I think we've we've I spent a lot of time in the, next door, right? He moves in next door, but I think she needs to see him somewhere other than next door or the the um, 
the the video store. And I also think it needs to be a place where she's like upset. Something where she's at, you know, when we see the up and down of what she's going through as a character, she's just had a really low moment. Well, the beach works out then because maybe she goes to the beach just to kind of sit and chill out and think about things and maybe he's there. Does something happen to the tape? Ooh, that's nice. I like that. So so what now? Say someone, she's watched it too many times. Okay. And someone someone else has (laughs) messed it up and essentially the, or how how, how about this? This is like, I don't know exactly what the details of this would be. Something along the lines of, but because of a lack of interest in this film, because of whatever it is, we've decided we're not going to carry this anymore. And it may have something to do with the distributors deciding, yeah. you know, if you if you want to go into like a higher level political where the producer in Bollywood has said this person's career is over, it goes trickle down all the way to this little town in Illinois where this video store is no longer going to have access to this VHS tape. And instead, they're going to get Crocodile Dundee or something like that. <laughs> I, oh, that's I, perfect. I think they both work, and I think at the end of the day, whatever it is, she's just simply upset because she's no longer able to yeah. watch her favorite movie, which is why she mm-hmm. she sort goes of to the beach. To the yeah. beach. And, yep. One thing that I had brought up earlier that I think needs to come back mm-hmm. in now in a different way is I had mentioned the character who dances all the time. Yep. I think that needs to be Haley. Okay. I think yeah. Haley needs to make the effort to dance with no music whatsoever, and she's acting out in her own little way in this small community. The, the whatever it is that's burning inside of her that she sees in Sanjay when she meets him, and that 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 she's trying to turn the world into, and it's not happening. And so when she's on the beach, she's doing the dance, and she's frustrated. And well, and would she, she be? Or because I'm thinking maybe she used to dance because she was so happy with the film, and now that she can't she's oh. depressed that she can't right Ooh. so so at that point that she meets him she wouldn't be dancing right so so uh, why is she at the beach i think well, that's I'm just thinking, I, I totally yeah. get i totally get where you're coming i think she's from. just going to chill out and just think yeah you know it, it's just you know people go to the beach and relax right you, you sit and watch the sunset or you could do whatever. community service and pick up trash <laughs> yeah whatever i mean <laughs> Yeah, I, I for whatever reason, and I, I think yeah, maybe I think my, people would just kind of assume that that's yeah, yeah. that's lo- that's logical. Maybe I'm just conditioned from all the other movies I've seen to 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 think yeah, when you're upset, you go to the, you go <laughs> well, maybe that's the, maybe that's all the reason not to go to the beach then. But I think it makes sense, and I think it it, it works the location in a, in a significant way that I think just yeah, because maybe they come and meet and talk, and maybe that's what they do. They just come to the beach now and they sit. Well, because because also if you pick so for her, the beach is the place where you go for the reasons that you said you just go to get away. Mm -hmm. For him, I think you know because every beach that I picture, it's crowded with people. There are a lot of people out there, and I picture him. uh, He's there and he is anonymous in a crowd of people. And when you are a celebrity, to be anonymous in a crowd is a very, very special quality. That's a good point. And so he is there completely anonymous. And she is there doing the things just angrily because of, and sees the one person in a crowd. And uh, from a visual standpoint, one thing that would be kind of nice uh, if we were going to actually film this and and, uh, rip off is that moment at uh, Grand Central Station in The Fisher King. Have you seen The Fisher King? I've not. So there's this awesome moment where Robin Williams, who plays this mentally ill person who's in love with this woman, and he sees her walking through Grand Central Station, and she continues walking, but all of the hundreds and hundreds of people around her start waltzing because we're seeing it from his perspective. And it's this huge, beautiful dance in Grand Central Station where she's walking through and he's following her through this dance. And I think there's something that we can throw in this number there where she's seeing him walking through all of these people. And then we see the magic from her perspective of suddenly, again, another dance, because I don't know anything else about Bollywood, on the beach where he stands out isolated as a man walking across the beach, and everyone around him has begun dancing to become this sort of fluid, dynamic background. I love it. Yeah, and and maybe also, too, earlier in the film, she's dancing at the beach just because that's what she does through through her routine. You know, she's going through their dancing. And then when we see her later... She's not dancing. It's kind of a unique right. start contrast. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, and and 
not not that we have to rationalize everything, but it makes sense because not only does she know the lines, she also knows all the choreography and mm-hmm. stuff too, right? So it makes sense that you know she might sort of emulate that. Mm-hmm. Um, I love it. I mean, if, if nothing else, we've 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 sort of proven that this movie is just kind of a series of influences, <laughs> <laughs> right? So I, I have no no problem uh, 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 having a scene inspired by the the Kingfisher. It's <laughs> okay. The the the. The funny thing is, is I'm so picturing when I one I would watch this movie, but I'm also picturing it as a '90s indie film with Willie Nelson. So in my mind, that's all I picture: <laughs> yeah. the, um, a '90s low-budget indie film that premiered at Sundance. <laughs> it yeah. was a huge fan favorite. So, in, in, this is the part of the film where Haley and Sanjay meet, and they they have somewhat. The sort of beginnings of a connection. Boy. Would she know that's she him at the beach? Oh yeah, without yeah. question. She so would, she would know him right yeah. away. Mm-hmm. Or would it be a case? I mean, because uh, not to not to go too off, but would it be a case that maybe she's sitting there singing something from one of his songs and he walks up? Well, I mean, I, I, she if she sees him, she knows him. So okay. what you're suggesting is, does she see him? Yeah, and. So I guess the question would be: Is he sitting there and she comes up? I mean, because. We got to establish how they meet, right? I I think she approaches him. Yeah. I mean, and I I think that that's when we sort of throw Sanjay's character for a loop because you know he was kind of given the promise that no one would really right. know who he was, and so this is <laughs> from Willie Nelson of all people. <laughs> <laughs> so so this, this, this is kind of time. <laughs> <laughs> probably time. not wrong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I mean, and so for him, this is this is his sort of pivot point or you know it's sort of his we, we've already sort of taken him out of his his natural world and, and thrown him into the uh, uh, into his sort of supernatural or, or uh, uh, unordinary world mm-hmm. but and we're kind of doing it again yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, because he's he's just sort of settled into this sort of transitional period where he's you know I think you know somebody mentioned it earlier it's it's sort of equivalent to like witness protection or something like that. Right. Yeah. Um, and so now there's this little girl who clearly knows him and his body of work. And so she geeks out on him. Yeah. I think that's what, that she makes the big, and then he's really rude to her. Like you could have a very big, strong visual moment. And for her, it means the world. And then when she says all these things about, Oh, your movie means so much to me. And I've watched it a million times, but my video store doesn't carry it anymore. And then he says something completely rude and cuts her off. And yeah. And he could be just as dismissive as like little girl. I'm not that guy. And, you know, I'm somebody else or, or something to, to kind of push her away and, and rushes off. Mm-hmm. So, so at the risk of fast tracking the second act, how does that relationship develop over time? Right. I'd like in, entirely fast tracking it. I think it's, she sees that he lives across the street. I don't want to make it across the street because that seems so obvious, but somewhere where she can see him regularly. Close to school. And approach, approach him on, our, on the regular. And we have a series and a sequence of her making offerings to him. And, oh, I made you these cookies, or I built this for you, and isn't this, and I did this for you, and you know, this, it meant so much to me in this film, and I've signed this, I've gotten uh, 30 signatures for the petition for the video store to carry your movie again, and I'm going to get it there, and don't worry, and all of these things, and each time he's rude to her, and all of this happening at the same time that we have the Willie Nelson um scenes at the video store where he's wrecking Beverly Hills Cop um, and Crocodile Dundee and bringing in him into the picture so that so that she's doing other things too and and we're fleshing out more about her family and them not caring and and doing their best but her feeling like alone I I picture in the second act we have this this sort of um, these two trans transformations happening in tandem right so in other words is Sanjay slowly warming up to Haley so you know obviously she's kind of you know geeking out on him and and so and, and eventually he's, he's come to accept her and you know kind of befriends her um which makes it that much more difficult when he does leave because i think that was the, one of the things mm-hmm. leading up to the third act is they do have to form some sort of strong connection or bond otherwise his departure really doesn't matter right all that right much. yeah <laughs> yeah it has to be broken at some point um they have to start spending time together. Yeah. And I think Willie Nelson needs to initiate that. That The county fair. Willie Nelson needs to tell Sanjay off. 
Like at some point, Willie Nelson has to witness that she's making all of these efforts. So at one of the days, she's making several uh, uh, several appearances at his door. I've done this for you. I did this for you. I got this petition for you. And one of the days that she comes over, Willie Nelson is there, and he, Willie Nelson sees him at Sanjay acting rude. He's like, why are you acting rude? Well, this that's is right, someone because who this cared. is Willie Nelson's house, right? No, uh, maybe, potentially, Yeah, because yes. so, the, so then maybe Willie Nelson answers the door the one day and like, why are you being so mean to this little girl? Yeah. You know, or he, something. And Willie Nelson invites her in and like yeah, he, he gives yeah. her the, the attention that she's asking from him and sort of, sort of gets him to, the, somehow they all start, the, maybe not Willie Nelson as much because he's got <laughs> important stuff to do. But Sanjay and Haley spending time together um, and actually the the stuff that will build up into the emotional heft before the the third act. So we we talked earlier in the show about how Willie Nelson is really um, sort of our sage character on Sanjay's journey. So he's kind of the Mm -hmm. voice of reason. Mm -hmm. You mentioned, uh, you know, the the moment and when, you know, Silent Bob, you know, kind of tells it like it is. Or Um, Stanley from All Rats. Right. Yeah. Yeah. and maybe there's that moment where, you know, Willie just kind of takes Sanjay aside and says, listen, like, you know, you you escaped Bollywood because, you know, your fans don't even like you anymore. But this is the one person in the world right now. Probably your number one fan. Yeah, who I is your number it. one fan? I'm and getting so, weepy-eyed now. Just. <laughs> <laughs> and so, you know, he's just, he's just like imparting this this crazy wisdom that only Willie Nelson can. <laughs> we're, we're turning him into this sort of mythic figure. Um, it's not and, undeserved. Yeah. <laughs> and and that's, that's when Sanjay sort of turns a corner and says, okay, you know, like maybe I should chill out a little bit. I mean, this is, you know, my... The, the problems I had back in Bali just you know they're, they're not my problems anymore and this mm-hmm. is this is a, a period of growth and sort of transformation for me and so maybe I'll so know, and that's I'll, probably maybe his transition point where he realizes hey if you know if he is going to go to California maybe that's the point that he makes that you know look I, I can still do this yeah you know okay so this needs to be this detail needs to be thrown in and I yep. think this is a good place for it so Willie Nelson is there. He lets her in. They have a warming. Uh, their relationship warms up a little bit between Sanjay and Haley. And Willie Nelson has left his guitar there. And Sanjay says, after he's talked with Haley, and they have a very, very deep heart-to-heart about all of the meaningful stuff, he says, he's got a million of these. Go ahead and take it. And he gives her Willie Nelson's guitar. And she leaves with Willie Nelson's guitar. <laughs> Not knowing. <laughs> That's the only it's one. It's actually very, very important to yeah. him. Okay. And so when we have the final scene later on, that can be the thing that brings them together is that she has to, well, it turns out Willie Nelson needs that guitar. <laughs> yeah, because he's playing the county fair later. And he's playing farming. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. He's going to be out of town. He's going to. It turns out he has a profession where he's he needs that guitar. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's good. That's that's funny. It should okay. be pointed out for anyone listening at home. I used air quotes for profession. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. So, so and if I'm if I'm following, so they they eventually do have this sort of um, this separation, right? So, because you meant, you had mentioned earlier that the you know his his new home, this new this town does ultimately find out about um, his lifestyle and yes. then, uh, be- begins to separate him from Haley in sort of an indirect way. Um, but this this whole time, Haley has Willie Nelson's guitar, and upon hearing that Sanjay's leaving, she kind of, uh, uh, in a, sort of a heroic effort, you know, escapes or, you know, uh, uh, runs away or something in an effort to return the guitar to will I don't know maybe that doesn't no 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 I yeah, like it yeah. I like mm-hmm. that I like that I mean you you're you're compressing a lot there would be like a lot of scenes <laughs> yeah, where these yeah, things yeah. happen no, uh, including like they go out to get ice cream yeah. the, the, like all the things or and then like and there's that's a there's a tiny bit of hostility where somebody's mean to him just for being Indian in yeah, this town yeah and that's something and, we'd probably have to show is what what's the town doing to make it seem like a hostile environment that's going to chase yeah, away. Yeah, those things, those things increasing things as they lead up to, you know, and also the the what she provides him. And also, we need... <laughs> I, I'm embarrassed that these are the scenes that I keep throwing in here. We need a scene where Sanjay corrects Haley's dancing, where as much as he's been... Because I think that for as much of the, the give and take and the, the, the ebb and flow of what their relationship is... With her trying to dance over and over and over again, for him to finally get, for her to finally get him to say, 
let me show you how that's done. Yeah, that's so the turning point, I right? Think, yeah. And 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 tell me what you think about this. I think a perfect place where that that can live is that same scene when the two of them are at at Willie's uh, house, and it's just before he gifts her the guitar that doesn't belong right. to him. Yeah, right. But no, you know, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So it's, you know, yeah. and maybe maybe there's an opportunity for another dance number there or something like that. Like, so in, it's sort of like in the dance number, he's also teaching her. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, maybe yeah. It's, it's Actually, sort of like maybe a, what it is is that dance number there shouldn't be a dance number, but maybe a precursor to that. Like elements of the final dance scene are shown yeah. there like that's like a and uh, and it, i think preview. all of them have to kind of organically be linked her dancing alone badly and then her dancing with him and then him kind of teaching her and then, and then building yeah. up to the thing at the end and where, then throughout you see that song being built yeah. you see little elements of it so like there it's right there a little bit it, but then at the end then it's like oh there's that song and all its it grandeur. needs to be pointed out uh for anyone listening uh the one genre that keith has repeatedly made clear that <laughs> oh, he no. hates over and over and over well, let's again not say hates let's say you've strongly been pretty dislikes. hard you've been pretty harsh about it is the musical and so here he is throwing up this musical gold <laughs> where were we <laughs> well I, I, I was gonna say i, I that that second dance number, I like the I like the idea that it's kind of comparatively speaking to Bollywood. Like this is maybe our our opportunity to sort of um, uh, I guess for lack of a better word, sort of appropriate it a little bit, and it becomes a little bit more tame, a little bit more lo- low key because it's just the two of them, and maybe mm-hmm. maybe Sanjay's playing the guitar while they're dancing, and that's simultaneously this sort of teaching moment where he's kind of correcting her her posture or her choreography or something like that. And I also like Keith's idea that that ultimately becomes sort of the outlines or the sort of foreshadowing for the big dance number mm-hmm. at the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that first one should definitely be very simple, right? Somewhere there after that dance scene, she needs to chew him out about you need to do this, you need to do that. Like she she's needs, given him direction yes, now she that needs he's to given... Pu- she needs to push him. Like, right, and we've already learning from each we've other. We've already right? set that up about Willie Nelson telling him that you you have a fan, you have somebody that cares about you, and then that she needs to push him that extra inch further and in saying, like, you have so much to offer the world. Who cares what these people say about you? You doesn't it doesn't mean that you're 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 done. Mm-hmm. And she's gonna be the thing that when he gets the chance to go to Broadway that he does because she of some speech that she has given him, um, whatever that may yeah. be. Maybe she even makes a suggestion to go to Broadway. You know, maybe she just kind of plants the seed. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, uh, And know, maybe that, even the, the thing where she wished that she, he were a Broadway early on, mm-hmm. you know, her mom says, well, why don't we go to Broadway? You can't see this guy on Broadway. Yeah, so, Bollywood. I mean, maybe that's, that's a bigger part of who she is, you know, that she likes the Bollywood thing, but she also likes the Broadway stuff and it kind of fits the... I, I just I just like the fact that their their relationship is mutually beneficial, right? Because on the one hand, she's she's kind of giving him uh, you know these these sort of life lessons by way of you know telling him that obviously he's you know doesn't matter what other people think and you're the greatest, et cetera, et cetera. And you know he's also, I mean, kind of. I, the parents aren't bad. I want to I want to stress. The parents <laughs> I agree aren't with bad. you. I agree with you. They're, they're not bad people, but he is he is definitely. Uh, uh, filling a role that's missing yes. in her life. Mm-hmm. Yes, which makes sense too, and that's nice because if she's divorced, so he's this male figure for her, but it kind of turns it on its head because he's also gay too, so that really kind of questions what people assume, you know, for that, especially during that time period. Yeah, I mean, that, that could give the, the, the townsfolk some ammunition, right? Y- yeah, like, or at yeah. least something to sort of speculate or mm-hmm. or give them a reason to 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 from their point of view to to be concerned. Yeah, and I th- I like your, what you had said too Chai about that, you know, maybe they bring into the question that he's Indian too, because I, I think that should probably be noted whether subtly that, you know, maybe some people don't like that fact because that would absolutely happen in that time frame. You know, I think there needs those. to be a moment where um right at the moment of their parting, their goodbye moment, their lost in translation, you know, uh, Bill Murray whispering in the ear moment has to be him saying something along the lines of, I'll see you on Broadway. I'll wait for you on Mm. Broadway. Like, you need to meet me there. Like, he's giving her that that command 
to come like you when you're done you get out of this mess that you're in and you come so you that's make a her life destiny where you, that where you and i will someday meet together on broadway which will lead up to the dance and i don't know where willie nelson's like guitar <laughs> i mean I, I think yeah I, I don't know if it, I don't know if we worked the guitar in in the most significant way or critical way p- that we possibly could have, but I do like I like where it appears in the film. I like that it appears in the second act when they have this really this really strong connection. Well, and it's a crucial part too, right? Yeah. Because he's got to try to get it back. So there's this little side story there of him. So it, it's an important yeah. element. And then uh, at some point he's got to be playing that guitar though. I Willie mean, Nelson I yeah, or Sanjay? Willie Nelson. So maybe at the end, so what I'm envisioning is so like they do this musical number at the end, then maybe after the whole thing kind of like moves off screen, then he kind of slowly walks on camera with his guitar doing maybe like a version of it or something. I picture so... Or the post credits or something. We're on the beach. Haley has the guitar. She's running down the beach. Not knowing that if she trips at any moment, she kills off Willie Nelson's guitar. But she's running down the beach and she's screaming out, "Sanjay, Sanjay!" He's chasing her, saying, "Trigger, trigger!" He's on, he's on the, he's on the train because there's a train on the beach. It's the Lakeshore Limited on its way to New York City, and uh, she's reaching out for him to give him the guitar. He gets off the train. <laughs> he takes the guitar. They start dancing together. The music kicks in. Willie Nelson appears. They hand the guitar to him. He starts playing while they dance back and forth together. Willie Nelson starts showing us off moves that we never knew he had. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> like dance moves? or like Yeah, d- okay. completely. Other people start dancing in. We have the 1986 Chicago Bears. <laughs> <laughs> Jump in. Well, if it's in Chicago, yeah, you sure. could throw that in there. Yeah. Yeah. You could probably uh, make that happen. I love it. Credits roll. <laughs> it's like Ferris Bueller almost. You know, where they, you know, a yeah. little bit of that going on. It's oddly bit. appropriate because, again, you know, we, we I'm, I'm no expert, but because of how big the, mm-hmm. the these Bollywood numbers are, I like the fact that we just we just pull out all <laughs> the stops. stops. Yeah. yeah. Like there, all the stops have been pulled. Yeah, that's end. great. What else? Yeah, what other 80s references you throw in there? G.I. Joe? <laughs> <laughs> because knowing is half the battle. Oh, right. I don't know how that would work. but And, and I also like the fact that the ending is is sort of bittersweet. It's sort of poignant, right? Like, yeah. obviously, they're, they're not able to, you know, uh, live together in the same town and hang out and be friends forever. I think there is the, the right balance, if the line is written properly, there's the right balance if what he says to her when he's giving her the command to follow him that will make you feel both hopeful and sort of sad because you won't know if you like if you if you hit that mark if the line is written right and he's asking her like please follow that um and uh, there's the bruce springsteen song um uh if i fall behind wait for me and it kind of feels like that like i'm going ahead but i'm waiting for you to come and we don't know that she's going to, but we want her to. And it kind of ends on a nice note that's sort of in between happy and sad. Sequel. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. I, don't, I, don't, I don't think there are any other loose ends that we need to tie up. Fade, Fade to black. black. All right. So as is tradition, we need to give this thing a title. Oh, I have it. Actually, oh, I wrote it oh, down. Oh, perfect. <laughs> uh, we are going to ask people to go to Twitter and give us their suggestions for a better title that fits in for both the title of this film that we're discussing and also the film that Haley is watching. Until then, I f- suggest the working title should be Bollywoodland. Bollywoodland. Yeah. Because Hollywoodland, the old sign before yeah. the land fell off. Or Bollywoodville? Hmm. Ville speaks more to me just because of the um, the town, sort of a mm-hmm. ville or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, Bollywoodville is actually what I have written down. Okay. Bollywoodland is what I, 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 I prefer Bollywoodville too, just because of the way the, the okay. words sound together. Yeah. Okay, so Bollywoodville. Bollywoodville. Bollywoodville Perfect. it is. All right. And so... Uh, Likewise, if you have a better suggestion, not just the name of this film, but also the film that Haley is obsessed with starring Sanjay, you can tweet those suggestions to us at StoryMachine9K using the hashtag SM9K, or you can email us at StoryMachine9000 at gmail.com. And that's the show, everyone. Our logo design was by David Paget. 
Music and mixing by Dave Allen. And this episode was edited by Joshua Lytle. Thanks, and we'll see you next time. And the big event at the end, we're we're moving it back. I know I said the 90s. Let's push it back to the 80s. Okay. Farm Aid. I, I don't. I don't mind that idea. I, the only question I have is if okay, if they're at Farm Aid, then it almost kind of puts like a different theme kind of running through. Like, is there something now with, you know, their farm is going to be sold or something? So this kind of bring comes in to kind of tie it together, or just their farm by the beach. <laughs> yeah, good point. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Farm Aid on the beach. <laughs>